0: What does it mean to disturb? To not believe in a status quo. To not believe that everything is as is. Having the inherent feeling inside of you that there is more to uncover. That greatness is waiting to be discovered. To disturb, to disturb is to become. It is the understanding that every single day is a chance to exceed the barriers of excellence. Knowing that if you are called to do anything, it is to be iconoclast To look impossible in the eye and move towards it. No, to run towards it. You are more. You are a disturbance to conventionality, the epitome of greatness, an ambassador of Iconocloss. This, this is iconoclast and I am Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku family. Don't just live. This is done sending shoutouts with shoutouts to you. My name is Chidi Amadi Ahaneku, the head of the Amadi Ahaneku clan. And this, this is Iconoclaws. A podcast that is tailored for icons. I come to you today with a very different type of episode. This is not something that we are used to, especially on iconoclast. This is something very different to what I usually talk about. But I felt I felt it in my heart that this is something that I should speak about. I got hit with a thought not so long ago an epiphany as what many call it i know it's a thought that i haven't really i haven't really fully taken the time to understand and unpack but it touched me so heavily that i believe that i should just share it with you this might be a very different episode but i want you to be very open-minded be open-minded when you listen to this because It's something that I have been going through or I had realized actually at that point in time. And I just had not really found a way to speak about it. And I believe that this is the place to do so. So let me tell you the story of how I got this thought. I was sitting at the cafeteria, sitting with a friend of mine and we're talking about taking big steps. And I was telling her about how she should take more big steps, right? And then it hit me. I started thinking about it. I started thinking about the ideas, the big ideas and the big steps that I had to take but didn't. The ideas that God had placed upon my heart but I did not do. Sometimes, sometimes these these ideas came as... Ideas that I had prayed for, things that I went to God for and I really sat down and I asked God, God, here's a project, I need ideas on how to move on. Other times, they were just random ideas that just fell on my lap, but I knew that these ideas had the stamp of God upon them. Those are the ideas that really move you. That really, really moved you. And I have had both. Ideas when I have asked God. And random ideas. That God has just placed in my journey. Then I thought to myself. Why did I do them? Why did I not execute then it really it really came to me. I had excuses. I had such trivial excuses. Such stupid excuses. <laughs> and these are excuses that I used. And they stopped me from doing what I must. And I'm sure these are excuses that you have used as well. Excuses such as, this is too big for me. Or... I don't have enough time. Or you just simply procrastinated so much that it left your plate. These are the excuses that I gave. And just thinking about it, you want to tell me that (laughs) I let things as trivial as insecurity, as fear, as procrastination... To stop me from doing what God had placed before me. It makes no sense to me at all. And if you think about it, that actually means that in that time, I ranked I ranked these stupid emotions or these trivial emotions above the mandate that God had placed upon my heart. And if you really think about it, these are such insignificant excuses that I've used to derail me, to stop me from doing what God wants me to do. Very insignificant feelings. But they're still excuses that I used. Then, I got to ask myself, Does God not get disappointed? When he gives me an idea and I don't execute over these insignificant excuses. Does it disappoint God? Did I disappoint God? I mean, (laughs) I don't want to disappoint God. Imagine, imagine if you had given something to someone and... Giving them the ability to do something. Giving them an idea. Giving them the tools to do something. And then they don't do it. And their only reason is that even though they had the tools, they were still afraid. Even though they had the tools, they still thought that this was too big for them. Even though they had the tools, they simply just procrastinated. I would be so disappointed. I really would be. So that begs the question, did I disappoint God in that time? Then it begs the question. Would I be at a better place if I had done what God had asked me to do? Would I be a better person Would I be at a better place in my career? Would I be at a better place in my life? If I had just done the things that God had asked me to do. Would I have been more successful? More knowledgeable? And to be honest, that thought really broke me. It got to me. Because who knows where I would have been if... I had just done what God had given me, if I had just executed the ideas that God had placed upon my heart, huh would I be better? I mean, there are a lot of differences, there are really a lot of differences when it comes to the things that we do on our own accord and the thing God asks us to do, and there are various differences, but The first and most important one is resistance. I'm currently planning, helping plan an event called Showing Up As Her. It is going to be on the 2nd of September, 2023. And looking at this event as a God thing, I've seen that the way that we've approached resistance is different. There is resistance The most definitely is resistance But we have approached it From a place of so much power Because we have God giving us the capacity And I remember someone said that I'm sure that if you were doing this on your own You would go crazy So this has to be a God thing And to be honest we would go crazy But the thing is when you do something on your own accord. You use so much of your capacity. You use so much of your capacity. And you try and give it all you have. But on the contrary. If. It's a God thing. Not only do you give it everything you have. You also give it God. And that makes the difference. That. That. Makes the difference The second one Is the scale of success There are things that we do Things that we see someone else do And succeed in And we think that I should definitely try that And then it fails dismally Or rather it does succeed But it derails you from where you are supposed to be. It derails you from a journey. And I think that that is enough of failure on its own. The things of God are innovative and different. And the problem about that is that we know. We are knowledgeable men and women. We are experts in our fields. We know the... The capacity of our industry. We know the limits of our industry. Things that are done things are done a certain way. And nothing can be done anywhere else. Because that's just how the industry works. Those are just the norms of your industry. Those are the norms of your career. We know too much. And that's the problem. Let's think about the story of Moses. If you think about it. The Israelites were slaves. Egypt knew them as slaves. Even the Israelites themselves considered themselves slaves. And they knew that they were slaves. So that was the status quo. They were slaves. And then God comes and sends this random guy, Moses, to change the status quo. To change the long history to change the socially and industry accepted norms the truths that exist that israelites are slaves moses came sent by god to change so god is an innovator let's look at david and goliath it was a known fact It was a known physiological fact that Goliath was so strong and so powerful that he could kill all the people in and around that place. It was a physiological truth, a fact. And in that, everyone understood it. Everyone knew their capabilities. And they knew that their capabilities compared to Goliath were nothing. They were less then. And these are the soldiers. The soldiers thought of themselves less compared to Goliath's strength. That too was the status quo that Goliath is strong and he could kill everyone in this camp. Then God sends a small boy. A small boy with no military experience to come and kill one of the strongest soldiers in the opposite camp God is innovative we have to follow the ideas that God puts on our plate even though they are opposite to the direction of our industry even though they are the opposite of what we know and understand as truths as facts because God is an innovator we take our expertise and we and we put them above what god has to give we take our expertise our knowledge our acquired experiences and we take those and we put them above the capabilities of god we say that god i get your idea i get that this could change the world but this is not how it's done in my industry why are we dumbing god down to an industry that he inspired why are we dumbing God down? From, oof, this is so, this is so powerful. Why are we dumbing God down to our understanding of the status quo when God can change the status quo? That is who we've become. God places ideas in front of us and we procrastinate or we are insecure or we are fearful because we think and we know that this is just not what. Is usually done in my industry. So I won't do it. Forgetting that God. Is an innovator. So follow through on the ideas that God has given you. Allow him to use you as a tool of innovation. And one of the ways to do that. Is by making sure that you pull through. That you execute the ideas that God has placed before you. The ideas that move you internally, fundamentally, to the core. Those kind of ideas are the ideas you want to push. The ideas that keep you up at night. The ideas that fill you with butterflies in your stomach. Those are the ideas that you're supposed to be pushing forward. And here's another thought. It is useless to take part in a lot of things or do a lot of things if none of the things you are doing are what God has intended you to do. I think I should say that again. It is useless to do a lot of things, to take part in a lot of projects, to advance in many ways in your career or try and do things that advance you in your career. And none of those things are what God wants you to do. Because there's no fulfillment in that. There's no growth in that. There's resistance in that. Insurmountable amount of resistance, if you ask me. And there's lack of capacity. Because God, God gives capacity. Capacity. Even though there is resistance, God gives capacity. He's an innovator, so he will also innovate. He will give you ideas that are great in spite of the known limits that exist. And he will make you great regardless of the limits that exist. Because that's the only way to be great. As I said in the previous episodes, the only way to be great is to be ignorant of the rules that exist. And God, God is an innovator. So the point of this podcast is to remind you. Remind you to look at the ideas that God has placed before you and to do them. When I had this thought and broke down internally I feel like it was necessary to break down the boundaries that I have placed to break down the limits that I have placed in order to limit God's power in my life. So I hope the thought that God ignited in me flourishes in you and i hope that my breakdown was so that you don't have to have a breakdown that you can ask yourself these ideas then you can bounce back as quickly as possible it's okay it's okay the ideas that you've missed you've missed but from now forth henceforth do the things that god wants you to do take bigger steps and don't let inconsequential and trivial excuses hold you back go and think about the ideas go and think about the excuses that you've given think about all of them Especially how inconsequential they've been. These emotions, these feelings, how inconsequential they've been in the bigger scheme of things. Do that. And as they say in my Igbo language. "Dalu," Thank you.